Welcome back, everyone, to the Really Real Real Estate Podcast. Many times, realtors are asked by prospective buyers who are thinking of, of building new construction if they should have a realtor on their side when they begin meeting with potential builders. Our answer here at the Really Real Real Estate Podcast is simple. Yes, 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 and yes. Today, we talk about why it's imperative if you are a buyer to be represented by a realtor from the very first time you meet with a new construction builder or representative. My name is Lou Lombardi. Now here is your real estate advisor, Jason Wilcox. Your newly constructed real estate. I don't even know what that means. I was trying to, it made sense in my head of trying to go for something didn't really work. And newly well, constructed. Just... You're not newly constructed. You've been constructed for a while now. That's true. I'm under construction. That's what I meant to <laughs> you're say. Under I've been under construction for quite some time, but that's, that's a different podcast. That's a different topic for a different podcast. Oh, wow. So, so even if you are building you you're you know you're starting all starting from scratch you have to have a re, uh, a realtor this sounds like a scam jason i'm sorry i'm with you on everything here but come on man. <laughs> come on come on now well that's all we we do here is try to scam people that's been our number one goal <laughs> since episode one is <laughs> that's like that's like the big t- plot twist at the end of all this we get 500 episodes and we're like surprise it's a scam no it's not it's not relax there no they, so here here's what's interesting about this concept because um you're going to, you know, you talk to seven different people, you're going to get eight different opinions on this topic. Um, this this is another one of those fun, fun discussions to have with different people in the real estate community, because different people will give you different thoughts and opinions. Um, it is my opinion that um, if you are thinking about building new construction, you should still absolutely have a representative on your side. And that's what we're talking about today. We're talking about all the different reasons why, because just like anything else with this podcast, it may not always appear as it seems and that's what we are here to do is unveil unmask what is behind the facade if you will very Jekyll and Hyde I got you so So even from the very first meeting is that what you're saying like so I'm gonna yes you know before you even go meet the builder whatever the contractor whatever you call them you have you want to you want to have your agent with you Yes. Okay. Yes. For two reasons. The one is for a lot of my buyers that decide to go new construction, I do get some who are like, oh yeah, I'm definitely going new construction. Yeah. Every once in a while you get somebody who comes to you and goes, yeah, Jason, I'm going new construction period. No semicolon. That's the end of the conversation. Let's go have that meeting with the builder. Okay. But more often than not, that's not the case. More often than not, I have buyers that are tormenting, not tormenting, but pondering, (laughs) if you will. Tormenting is the wrong word. That's going to be the what gets away from me. Um, Pondering, do I want to go new construction or do I want to go existing construction? Because keep in mind, there is new construction out there. and, And I should specify, when we're talking new construction, we are talking about Brandy spanking new. It is 2021. The house was built in 2021. And you are the first legal owner of this completed house next to the builder and the developer who owned the dirt beneath it for some time. You are the first owner of the house. If you buy a property off of someone, 
that was built in 2017. It's newer construction, but it is technically existing construction. Existing construction is you are buying an existing house that's already there. New construction means you are building it. You know, you're talking with Miranda, Ryan, Heartland, Wayne Homes, Perry Homes, Graziani Homes, you know, whoever, and and you're trying to, you know, Costa, you know, you're talking to one of these builders and they're going to build it the way you want it to be built. So it's really important to have your your realtor there because chances are you don't even know if you want to go new construction. And so like with a lot of my clients, I'm going to these meetings with them while I'm also showing them houses. Okay. Okay. And I, okay. I've had situations where it's like, Hey, on Monday, we go out, we look at these three houses. Hey, on Wednesday, I'm going to meet with, you know, Miranda Holmes. Hey, on, on Saturday, we're going to go look at another two houses. Hey, on Sunday after church, I'm going to meet with Brian Holmes. So there's a lot of this back and forth anyways. So I'm already working with you. Might as well have me in as part of the conversation because I can be the unbiased third party that says, Hey, we saw this. This is what you liked and what you didn't like. Here's what you would get if you went new construction. What are your thoughts? And I can help you weigh out the pros and cons. Now, the second reason, uh, and I this is the Really Real Real Estate Podcast. We've been honest from day one, and I will continue to do so. The second reason is very selfish. The second reason is because, honestly, that's how we as realtors get paid. Um <laughs> The, the, the um, names shall remain nameless to protect the innocent, but there are some, there are some companies out there that if you are not with your client, the very first meeting, then that realtor doesn't get paid. And I'm sorry, oh. at the end of the day, I'm here and happy to help you with all your real estate needs, but you have to remember that this is also how I feed my family. How I put so in other words, on, so, so, just to clarify. So in other words, if you are considering this and you, but you know, you need representation because you don't want to step in it uh, or be yeah. schnookered or don't, I, I, I think what we're going to probably get to is probably, you know, because you have experiences, you know, the questions <clears throat> to ask that like the, I don't know to ask the builder, et cetera, yeah. or what to talk about, uh, that, uh, this is, uh, you know, you're not, you may not have that representation. So you may be dealing with the builder directly and you could get yourself into situations and circumstances that yeah. you don't know what you're doing. So just get the realtor from the very, yeah. from the, and, and that, that's a good point too. I guess a lot of people, especially in this market, cause we talked about this before, like, you know, so many people say, I can't find what I want. You know, we have a weird market right now. Still, it was yeah. still weird. So kind of weird. That's always weird, but yeah, uh, it's still it's it's a little less weird. Little it's less like weird. So, so there's a few more homes out there now, uh, but but nonetheless, um, you may, you know, we talked about this before. You know, so sometimes you're looking and looking, you can't find what you're looking for. So you know, so having that representation, it makes total sense now. I, I see where you're coming from. Yeah, okay. and 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 there are, like I said, there are some some you know builders out there that if the realtor's not there from the very first meeting, they register that buyer as someone who came in off the streets on their own because there are a lot of new builds that the 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 buyer just goes directly to the builder and they don't even involve themselves as a realtor. Um, you you have that right. Um, you also have a right to walk into oncoming tra oncoming traffic. You know, with a blindfold <laughs> on. Yeah, that right. Not going to stop you. I think the streets are overpopulated anyways. So, anyways, 
<laughs> Again, I say in isolation. So, so you want that. Rep- you want the rep- So another one of the reasons is because you understand the neighborhoods and and you deal deal with this so much. You understand what the specific home plans are, and you've probably dealt with these builders before. I'm say, I'm sure that you've dealt with Miranda and Ryan, and stuff, yep. so you can maybe even steer clients and say, "Hey, watch. You might want to ask this question. You might want to look for this. You know, because of some experience you had that you can help." Yep. Yep. And, and and what it comes down to is this goes back to what are your needs? Um, I'll give you a perfect example. I had buyers that that built in a community where they were in phase, I believe, two of six, which okay. means if they're in each phase from anywhere from nine to 18 months and you're in phase two of six, you've got like four phases left, I think you're probably going to be building in that the, the builder's going to be building in that community for the next probably five to six years. Are you wanting to be in this house for the next five to six years? Because I will tell you right now, you can resell your house the minute you buy it. But if you're trying to re if you're trying to sell your house and they're still building new in the community, I can tell you right away, you are going to have a damn near hard time selling that house without taking a huge hit um, in what you paid for it and what you're going to get out of it and what you're going to owe on it. If you are looking to, to try to resell in, in uh, within three to four years. So your real realtor can help you with that. Um, you know, your realtor can help you kind of know your specific situation, how long you're going to be there. They can help you, you know, yeah, we, we, we know the neighborhoods, um, you know, we, we know the area, we know what's going on. You know, we, we know what, what resale values are like in that neighborhood. We know how long we think you're going to be there. Now, of course, things always change. Things right, come up. Right, right, right. But there's a lot of different things. And to kind of go back to, to, to the point before for just a brief second, um, what I cannot stress enough, I have had the chance to work with a lot of very wonderful sales reps in the new construction community. A lot of lovely people enjoyed working with them. They don't represent you. Those sales reps that you meet with, whether it's Ryan, Miranda, Hartland, whoever, any of the custom builders, Perry, Graziani, whoever. Those sales representatives don't represent you. They represent the the builder. And sometimes that can get, um, that that doesn't necessarily present a problem now, but that could present a problem four months from now when you hit a major bump in the road. All of a sudden, you thought the sales rep was on your side. Here, they're on the builder side. And now you feel a little um, lost and out in the the car. Left out in the car, yeah. Yeah, because you thought you had representation. The best thing I can, the best example I can equate it to is it's like Law and Order SVU. Um, the 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 you know, the sales rep represents the defense. You are the plaintiff. Get your own attorney. Get not not attorney, but get your own representation. They uh, they don't represent you. And you know, again, speaking very highly of the reps that I've worked with because they're wonderful people. But this is their job. The job is they work for the builders. The job is they got to get these plots sold. They got to get the they got to get the plots sold. They got to get the houses built. They got to get things turned around. They're right. there to represent right. the builder. They're there to sell you on all the good points. I, on the other hand, have worked with buyers the good, the bad, and the ugly. And I can share with you, not on this podcast, but the good, the bad, and the ugly of what I've seen happen. And they are not always going to tell you that because again, they have a job to do in terms of getting these plots and these houses sold. Again, not making them sound like bad people, 
just telling you that's that's their job right. and you may not be getting the whole picture and that's what i'm helping well, that, you to and do. that and as you said earlier you understand your your uh, bot you understand your clients and you understand what their specific needs are and that may not jibe with builder yep. builder x you yep. know what I mean? You maybe say you mean that. So, so you can give people like good counsel, say, Hey, I know you're thinking about this Miranda thing, but here's, uh, you, but you're also telling me this, this, and this. And so here's why I'm thinking that that may not be the best uh, thing for you to do. Um, the other thing is you probably, uh, if you're not a first time home buyer, you probably have a house to sell, don't you? Yeah. And, and that's actually, that. <laughs> yep. And that's, and that's actually where a lot of this comes down to too, is that it's good to have representation on the buyer side, but what it ultimately comes down to is this, I'm also here to help you through the whole process. And the whole process is if you've got a house, you have to sell in order to purchase this new home, which for most of my new construction buyers is the direction they have to go. I'm here to help you through that process because the new builder will not help you through that process. And the reason why that's important is because there's a lot of, there's a lot of juggling and a lot of um, sensitive tightrope walking we have to handle. You know, you may not be able to purchase the new home without selling your current home. That's fine. The new build may take six to nine months. Well, I've got to now be in touch with the builder because I got to know when to put the property on the market because if it's going to be done in six months, that's one story. If it's going to be done in nine months, that's a different story. Right, right, so I, right. as we get closer, we got to juggle that. And actually, I don't know if it's still in, but I had a buyer once that built with a, with a, um, with a builder. Um, and there was actually something in their contract, the builder's contract that stated once the builder was ready to go to closing, the buyer had to be ready to close. And once that builder was ready to close, if the buyer wasn't ready, I think it was something like for every day, the builder could close that the buyer couldn't there was like a hundred dollar fine because oh, the buy the, the builder is now holding on to this house and carrying the, the cost of this house because they thought a buyer was going to be ready. Well, going back to, if you can't purchase your new home without selling your current home, again, I say that could be a tightrope that you got to walk because I got to get it sold. Not so soon that you're homeless for two months. But at the same time, not so, I mean, I hate to say it, once you sell the house, you don't own it, you can't live in it anymore. Um, a lot of people think they can. That means you, you, know, you could just go put up a tent at the new construction site. And, you know, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or I, I've had, I actually, I have a new construction um, um, family that I'm working with right now. And it's hilarious because um, younger couples, sweetest people in the, in the world, it's a, it's a husband and wife and their four kids. Um, and they have flat out said, they said, here's the thing, dude. If it was just me and my wife, he goes, we'd sell this house. We'd go stay in the extended state for two months and call it a day. He goes, we got four kids and a dog. We can't do, no, we, can't, we do can't do the extended stay. He goes, this is my wife and I, we wouldn't even think twice about going to pay 60 bucks a day at the extended stay, go there, you know, have someone make our bed and make our breakfast every day for six weeks. He said, but um, we can't do it with the kids. So there's a tightrope we have to walk because right. we can't get it sold three months later. And now you've got, you know, a $10,000 carrying cost fine because, you know, you were charged a hundred dollars a day for you know, 90 to a hundred days. Yeah, yeah. So there's, there's that tightrope that we have to have to walk as well. And I'm here to be that, that what's the, um, 
what's the MC of the, uh, of the, of the, of the circus that comes through your ringmaster. ringmaster. I'm like, I'm like Ring your leader, ringmaster. ringmaster. Yep. Yeah. I actually wasn't thinking of a circus. I was actually thinking of uh, the opening number in Moulin Rouge. that's on Broadway, but I thought mm, we try to keep this PG. Maybe circus <laughs> is better to talk than Moulin Rouge. Um, so you already mentioned the, 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 the couple with the four kids. Do you have any, cause I know you ask everybody comes on the podcast. Tell me a crazy story. So uh, I would imagine you have a, a, a story or two to, share with us of uh, situations you've uh, uh you've worked with uh, oh yeah oh yeah process Oh yeah. Uh, nothing crazy, but I, I can tell you like my first new construction experience uh, was probably about three years ago. I think it was back in three or four years ago, back in 2017, before this whole crazy mass bubble hit, um, because had it been, you know, six months ago, I'd have been more prepared for it. But we had, we had a situation where I had buyers that were selling their current townhouse and building um, a house with new construction. And um, they needed to sell their current house in order to purchase. And we saw on that, um, on that contract that, you know, for every day they couldn't close, it was going to be a hundred dollars. And by the way, that was just on that one contract. I would presume every builder has something like that, but, you know, as our good attorneys, friends um, always tell us, you know, PSA, you know, read what you sign. It may or may not be in there. So just check. Right. But anyways, we, we were, we were concerned to make sure we got it closed quickly enough because we wanted to not, um, you know, we didn't, we didn't want to put them in jeopardy. And so, you know, the average days on market was about 21 to 30 days. So we got this on the market, you know, about 60 to 70 days ahead of time, um, you know, to make sure we had plenty of time to let it sit on the market for, you know, three to four weeks. We thought we priced it very appropriately and then we could, you know, close within a month. However, you know, we did put it out there that the sellers were building new construction and we may needed some leniency with what was going on. And uh, lo and behold, we put it up on the market and I sold it that weekend. Um, and again, <laughs> not shocking now, shocking four years ago before we hit this crazy real estate bubble. So yeah, I sold it and, and they wanted I think it was something like they wanted to close like end of August, beginning of September, and their new house was going to be ready till the end of September. And so we had to finagle this um, and, and kind of going back to that juggling process where um, luckily I had enough wherewithal to put in the agent remarks that we were in a new construction situation, you know, depending on the close date buyers or the sellers may want to see if the buyers would consider a post-settlement possession, which we've talked about, not a huge fan of them but I've used them before right. and, and they've, they've gotten the job done. And that's what we did. We actually, that luckily the, the, the buyers um, were um, currently in the same school district and just needed something um, in a little bit of a different location, but this is exactly what they were looking for, but they were in a situation where they didn't have to get out right away. So they said, yeah, we'll let you stay for a month. And we worked out the whole situation and everything and it worked out real beautifully. But um, you know, we had to kind of go in with that game plan up front, knowing what to do, because I can tell you this much, People are much more apt to work with you if you list a house for sale and say, hey, we want to put this uh, out of the market, but we may need to uh, work with us in a, in a, in a post-settlement possession addendum than to get something under contract and then a week later go, oh, by the way, yeah. we need to stay for an extra 30 days. Is that going to be a problem? Because at that point, probably will be. Yeah. Now, you want that's the kind of stuff you got to have right up front. Absolutely. Yeah. Don't, don't try to don't try to like sneak that in. <laughs> yeah. And as a side note, while this is not at all make for great podcasting, I hate to tell you that the moral of the story is nothing happened. It was smooth. Like we had we 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 closed that house on time, the the, the current house on time. You know, three to four weeks later, we closed the new construction. The buyers were super nice uh, to do do a post settlement possession addendum. It worked out well after they moved into the house. 
they came in, did the walkthrough of the current place. And I mean, it was just, it was smooth and sweet as apple pie. Good, so, good. Glad, glad, yeah. glad that that yeah. worked out. Uh, is there any th- final thoughts that you'd like to share before we uh, wrap up for today, Jason? Um, I think my final thought is this. If you are someone who's considering new construction, but you're not sure if you want to go new construction or existing construction, I can tell you, you are in the majority, not the minority. Um, If you are contemplating new construction, it is not uncommon to consider both. Again, I say, just keep your realtor in the loop. I tell all of my buyer clients this. I love going on any of those beginning buyer consultations with new construction companies. It's part of what I do. To me, going into a new construction meeting with a new builder or a new building sales rep is no different than if I'm taking a buyer out to look at four different houses. It's a meeting. It's part of my business. It's never an issue if I get called by a client who wants to go and meet with these people and it's going to maybe be an hour, two hours, two and a half hours. doesn't bother me. This is part of what I do. This is part of my day, my daily run as it comes to you know being a real estate. So never, ever, 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 ever feel like you are wasting your realtor's time by asking them to join you on these meetings. Cause I promise you, I would much rather be in these meetings from the get-go than to not be in these meetings and then trying to play catch up. afterwards. Okay. So the moral of the story is get the realtor on board ASAP, like right from the very beginning, yep. no matter what you're doing. Yes. Okay. hundred percent correct. hundred percent correct. And, and, and if good. you're, Realtor uh, bitches to you about coming to those meetings. There's a very simple solution. Pick another realtor. Yep. Call Jason. <laughs> well, that, that, that's a great segue into um, what I like to say at the end of every podcast is that Jason is in this for the long haul. He is there to help you through this process, be it new construction or not. Okay. And at this point, maybe you don't even know what you want and you're just starting to think about what you want. Have the conversation, get the process started early. This is a uh, expensive process. It's, it can be kind of a long process. Uh, It can be a very, it's very complicated, the real estate laws and everything. You have the finance, you have so many things to get together. So if you're even thinking about this, like, you know, six months, eight months, 10 months, whatever, maybe a year and a half down the road, get the conversation started early. Jason's in this for the long haul. You can reach Jason at 412-651-4638 or at jason.wilcox at pittsburghmoves.com. Jason wants to be your real estate advisor. Get him in the loop as soon as possible and you will absolutely be very grateful and very, very happy that you did. On that happy note, thank you guys so much for listening and we'll catch you all on the next Really Real Real Estate Podcast.